Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, this is Tim Venable of Cornet Global. I'm really excited about this episode of What's Next, because today we're talking with the winners of the 2021 Global Innovators Award, Salesforce and Stoke, which won for the Salesforce Sustainable Global Real Estate Program. I'm also excited that Amanda Ramos of Gensler, the founding sponsor of the Global Innovators Award, will be leading the discussion and conducting the interview with the Salesforce and Stoke team. The H. Bruce Russell Global Innovators Award recognizes excellence and innovation in corporate real estate. Since 2000, Gensler has sponsored the award that recognizes the game changers in CRE, those individuals and companies whose work, ideas, and best practices elevate the practice of corporate real estate. The winners for the Global Innovators Award are chosen from project submissions in two categories, sustainable leadership and professional excellence. The Salesforce and Stoke winning entry from 2021 came in the sustainable leadership category. Amanda, over to you. Thank you, Tim. Hello, everyone. I'm Amanda Ramos, Innovation Director at Gensler, a global design firm and a huge advocate of sustainability and climate action. More than ever before, we all know that it's clear to address climate change and our industry's impact. It's both a moral imperative and a business imperative. And we have a really unique obligation and opportunity to improve the impact of the built environment. At Gensler, in 2019, we announced at the United Nations, our Gensler Cities Climate Challenge, also known as GC3. And it's about our commitment to eliminate all carbon emissions in all of our work by 2030, and to challenge the wider industry to join in on this pledge. So I'm here with three esteemed leaders in the real estate and sustainability field, both from Salesforce and Stoke, who have done some incredible work and initiatives in the movement towards climate action. So welcome everyone. And I'd love for you to tell us each about your role, your background, and what drove you to be an innovator in this space. George, would you like to go first? Sure, hello, this is George Kreidem. I'm the uh, Senior Vice President for Global Real Estate at Salesforce. I lead the team that delivers, designs and delivers all the projects globally. I've been at Salesforce 10 years and been part of this very fast-paced growth as we've grown to about 73,000 employees and have grown our global campus to, uh, to be able to accommodate that and, and continue to grow and continue to change as we go along. I, I think for, for me, what was exciting is, you know, seven years ago, as we were just starting to get into these large projects and the large towers, we recognize that this was really a unique opportunity to really make a difference for the long term, not be building for the time that we're building, but really be building for the long term and really make a difference from a sustainability standpoint as we're going to be doing this. And so that's what kind of drove us to these bold ideas. And we had great partners and great partnerships internally with our sustainability team that weren't shy about looking at innovative and great new ideas. And I, ju I do want to say thank you to uh, Cornet for the recognition and also thank you for hosting us here for this uh, event today. Great. Thank you, George. Amanda? Hello. Yeah. Amanda Von Allman here. I'm head of emissions reduction for Salesforce globally. As George said, thank you so much for having us here today. I've been at Salesforce a little over six years and I started off 
really solely being dedicated to working with our awesome real estate team on our sustainability strategy as we were getting ready to really deploy this global campus and build at a, at a super fast rate. And I come from real estate sustainability consulting where people actually didn't really believe climate change was something worth prioritizing. So when I landed at Salesforce and there was so much willingness from, from the real estate team to go bold and to build for this long term, I had really landed at my, my dream job here, which was awesome. I still work with our real estate team leading our strategy, uh, but now as part of our broader emissions reduction strategy, bringing together all of our key business units to drive down Salesforce's absolute carbon emissions. Great. Thank you, Amanda. Can you tell us a little bit more about what this initiative was all about? Absolutely. Yeah. So at Salesforce, you know, we've been very committed to sustainability being a, a core part of our business. And it started many years ago with first just pledging to be a 100% renewable energy company, which we achieved last year, which we're very excited about. And then, you know, went on to achieve our net zero emissions across our full value chain, which we also uh, announced last year, which was really exciting. And when you drill that down into real estate, which is a big part of how we're going to reach our initiatives, we really started the program again with that consistent alignment. So first just committing to lead certification across our offices. Proud to say that we've certified everything at least at a minimum gold level and increasingly platinum for especially our, our medium and larger spaces. Also the launch of our healthy and sustainable materials program, which is a scoring tool we built internally to really look at all parts of our real estate procurement value chain and making sure we're optimizing that and then committing to zero carbon certification. So it's important that we're not just looking at the operational carbon of our buildings, but really making sure that we're measuring, reducing and offsetting the embodied carbon of our spaces. And so all of these certifications have rolled up into our larger net zero emissions across our virtual value chain commitment. Great. Thank you, Amanda. Devin? Hi, Alan. Again, thanks to Cornet for having us here today. I'm Devin Bertram, VP of Sustainability Consulting at Stoke. And I've been with Stoke for the last six years and advise clients on how to really define, develop, implement, and manage customized sustainability programs and standards for their building portfolios that support their ESG programs and, and client commitments. Uh, I also support our team of subject matter experts to really bring their expertise and passions to our clients and, and help them achieve greater impact. And in regards to the innovator piece, I, I really view myself as a constant learner and this field of sustainability is constantly evolving. So kind of requires ambition and creativity and innovation to respond to the challenges that we're facing and get the opportunity to work with wonderful partners like like Salesforce in doing so. That's great. I love the partnership. So can you tell us just a little bit more about the initiative and specifically what compelled you to submit this great work for an award? So for us at Salesforce, everything we do is guided by our values and our values are trust, customer, success, innovation, equality, and sustainability. Sustainability is actually one of our corporate values. And so as we build these projects, these are like building blocks. And so we learn from these and then we build on them for the next projects and, and uh, we continue to do that. So through, through our sustainability program, we've really implemented and with our partners have implemented these standards around health and wellness, decarbonization, uh, renewable energy procurement, and all of these things that help us drive sustainability, again, as part of our core values. And I just add, from our perspective, Stoke has had the, the privilege and opportunity to work with 
Salesforce and other partners such as Brightworks, beginning with commissioning and Salesforce's Blackwater system and their tower in San Francisco, and have really seen their program expand and evolve over the last several years. Uh, and I personally became involved with Salesforce's program through their involvement in uh, Stokes recently released Sustainable Real Estate Program Handbook, where we highlighted them and really dove into how they've taken a truly programmatic approach to sustainability and have integrated it throughout their decision-making across the organization. And, and through this, really see Salesforce as a leader that's moving the industry forward, not only by, by doing and leading by example, but also through transparency and sharing resources to really help others along the way in their own journey. That's great. And, and I wanted to hear a little bit more about what, what stands out for this. It seems like collaboration was such a critical aspect to the initiative, how you partnered across the organization and with outside experts. What was the secret to that partnership? Yeah, absolutely. You know, collaboration and partnership really has been the key to the success of this program, especially, you know, sustainability, real estate, workplace services, right, that are playing such a critical role in the operations of our building and, and procurement, right? They became a really critical part of this partnership to allow us to harness Salesforce's full purchasing power and really create influence that had huge ripple effects, right? Once we started to see that these decisions we were making were having impacts far beyond our own four walls. That's really inspiring and, and really kind of gave us our North Star as we continued to, to build out our global campus, right? As we're thinking about construction and materials and manufacturing and transportation. And so there was this really good kind of convergence with in 2016, when we built we're building Salesforce Tower in San Francisco, you know, we really wanted to make sure we were taking this holistic collaborative approach to building what we were hoping was the most sustainable building in San Francisco. And, and it was looking at things like environmental concerns, but then as well as health concerns, right? The different kind of chemicals and things that are in building materials. And so then that started our healthy and sustainable materials program, where we really started to holistically and collaboratively look at things like carbon, embodied carbon, what would be operational carbon performance of our buildings? What kind of materials were we using? Were there renewable sources, right? Could we, could we reuse them? Could they be recycled, right? And once we started looking at it in this collaborative, holistic approach, it really started to bring together different parts of the business, which was really cool. Yeah. And just to add to that, we often get the question of where should sustainability sit or how should it be organized within our organizational structure? And to be honest, we often reference Salesforce approach that focuses, again, on collaboration and, and cross-functional partnership. So it's been great to have them as a model. And, and I'd also say it's been interesting to see how the industry is, is evolving and changing. Salesforce is a great example of demonstrating transparency and collaboration and these partnerships both within and beyond the organization. It seems like Years ago, I found many of our clients and partners were, were feeling the need to hold strategies and, and their approach close. And now it feels like we're at a time where there's so much more sharing and, and collaboration around how, you know, companies are individually solving these challenges and also how collectively we could solve them together. So it's been exciting to see that shift. Yeah, it's, it's a true story or a true uh, depiction of what open innovation is all about. So it's really great to hear the connections. And how did how did this happen? You know, what was the implementation? Can you share with us ultimately what it took to go from, you know, you talked about values, George, all the way out to the methodology that drove this into action. How is this innovative, Devin? Maybe tell, tell us more. 
Sure, I think that you know many times sustainability is, is a separate consideration. And again, Salesforce has really effectively integrated sustainability throughout their decision-making by the partnership between Amanda and George's teams. And, and they'll show more on that, but it seems like there's really been a focus on looping in stakeholders from other teams, as well as finding cross-functional synergies and leveraging existing programs and creating new partnerships between teams that perhaps didn't exist before. And they've really identified sustainability champions within the business units to drive sustainability forward and, and really challenge the status quo. I'd also say that leadership is, is key, not a surprise, but part of our handbook looked at, you know, the key factors for success and leadership was one of those. And certainly if leadership makes this a priority, it makes all the difference and really helps to, to pave the way to put this vision into reality as we're seeing at Salesforce. And I think Salesforce's leaders have remained committed to taking this climate action forward. And Amanda, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in, when it comes to turning this, you know, vision into reality, it, it really comes down to, well, first that, you know, that that George uh, didn't say goodbye the first time I came to him and, and said, we got to go big, we got to go bold. Uh, I joke, but it's true, right? You know, there's a lot of people that, you know, it's first starts with engagement and us being on the same team. And so that was really exciting. And what I think that's great with with the real estate team is it wasn't just sustainability coming to them and driving. They really became thought partners in this, right? And how do we solve these challenges together and get our hands dirty and 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 really tackle some problems that others would potentially shy away from? And so some of the first things we did as as maybe not truly, you know, maybe uh, exciting to talk about was just started doing things consistently. So lead certification, right? Let's just get in the habit of certifying our spaces to a minimum gold and increasingly a platinum level. And let's get all the teams globally in the habit of what that looks like. What do we have to drive towards? What processes and programs do we need to streamline to actually hit a lot of these targets? And so once we saw some really cool like proof points in the very beginning that, that really propelled us forward, such as, you know, we were building real estate, you know, we were building out our spaces globally to support our growing workforce. And at the same time, we were driving down energy intensity by 30% by just building more sustainable, being coordinated, right? And so that really started to, when you start to see those proof points, you get really excited about how can we continue doing that? And then where does the evolution of the program go together? And one thing that's important to note, you know, Devin's done a great job of, of talking about our leadership, but we really, especially in the beginning, couldn't have done this without our external partners, Stoke, Brightworks, you know, the our engineers, you know, all these different groups really came together to help us to turn this vision into a reality and to put a lot of our methodology in, into place. So definitely want to make sure we you know, acknowledge all the, all the help that we got from wonderful external partners as well. Yeah, it's, it's great to hear just that you have already so much internal capability, but sought the advice and the expertise and the partnership of others to make it even that much more stronger and also make sure you had the right leaderships that are sponsoring and, and promoting and saying, look, look at the great work that's being done. So really, really incredible uh, ecosystem of players here. So the challenges there always are, um, you know, it takes so much to make an impact in the realm of sustainability. And it's really about how do you have that influence and that huge effect? Can you talk about a lesson learned of undertaking such an enormous initiative? And what was key to conquering that hurdle and in making such a significant difference. Uh, yeah, let me uh, touch on that. I think, you know, the concept of 
the building blocks and and we had the benefit of having multiple projects one after the other and the ability to learn from one and build and continue to use what we've learned to in our dialogues first to influence landlords and developers on the next projects but also in working with the cities and working with government organizations so as an example in uh San Francisco and we were working on on the San Francisco projects we were involved with the with the mayor's zero emissions building task force and we were able to inform their development of the all electric uh, ordinance in the city of San Francisco and then we took that and used that with our developers and with the other cities in in Chicago and in in Dublin without an actual ordinance there to drive us to that but we knew the benefits that we would get out of this and so we made sure that we allowed for that in our projects in Dublin and Chicago so Dublin's going to be one of the you know all electric most efficient in Ireland and so on and i think that helped us with influencing the developers because we have these kind of standards that we continue continue to build on and we can start the dialogue early on all the way back to you know all the way in the beginning when we're first negotiating the deals and negotiating the leases. Yeah, it's really a practice. It's not just a one-off project, absolutely. And I love the fact that each project led to the other as well as to other cities. Is there anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I would just add, you know, two other keys to success that we really see Salesforce demonstrating and that we found from our work in developing the handbook was um, stakeholder buy-in and strategic approach. And, and Salesforce is demonstrating this by really knowing which stakeholders and executives to, to reach out to, to move things forward, having sustainability on the executive's agenda and kind of, again, always having it as part of decision-making and, and also using data and those proof points to support the storytelling and constantly reporting out the value of sustainability and progress so people are informed and sort of know how it's the successes that are going on and the lessons learned, as, as George was talking about. So this, I think, has really helped to, to maintain that buying and support across the board. And then in regards to strategic approach, um, you know, Salesforce program really has clear goals and milestones to, to map to that helps ensure everyone is driving forward and in the same direction. These are key, key pillars to everyone moving in the same direction and knowing what you're all fighting for. Is there also some other ideas, some stories that you can tell us where you knew you were really onto something new, something exciting, something innovative? and really effective in the way that you were, the way you were working or the way you were approaching this? Yeah, I think this is one of my favorite questions to answer anytime I get asked, because we really, by partnering and, and using this strategic coordinated approach, we started to say, you know, see early signs of success. I mentioned earlier, you know, while we were, while overall real estate was increasing, we still reduced our energy intensity by 30%. But at the same time too, by starting our healthy and sustainable materials program, where we were scoring products and optimizing, we actually reduced the embodied carbon of our materials by 20% as well. And so seeing that you can decouple growth with actual reduction is really exciting and something that we, you know, share with the world and want to keep sharing with the world. And we have more ambitious targets to hit in terms of our reduction of both operational intensity, you know, as well as uh, embodied carbon. And then what really is exciting, and I, I really can't give real estate enough credit for this, is that as we were on this journey with our suppliers, we really realized we got to bring the suppliers on the journey with us, right? And, and they're part of this partnership. And so 
we started really aligning contracts and adding sustainability terms and targets to the real estate supplier contracts really to make sure we were aligned. And especially some of those reoccurring partners that we use, whether they're furniture vendors, we wanted to make sure that they were constantly, you know, improving their scores, that they were, you know, providing more transparent data and all that kind of stuff so that we could further drive these metrics. And actually it became the very beginnings and the start of Salesforce's broader sustainability exhibit that now was rolled out last year to every single supplier, both renewing a contract and any new supplier. And we have these, this amazing robust sustainability exhibit that was really born out of real estate and us engaging suppliers and bringing them on the journey and stuff. So I always try to make sure that real real estate gets the credit for that because it, it really started there with their their bold vision and ideas that, hey, some of this stuff we really need to solidify in the contracts if we're going to hit the targets that we want to get to. What an incredible impact, you know, that 10x in terms of them putting something in place that would have this kind of ripple effect. Devin, did, did COVID stop you? Did anything sort of get in the way of what you were looking for in terms of all the aspiration that you put forth? You know, I would say no. And I, and there was certainly a pause and a consideration, you know, back in 2020, thinking how is COVID going to affect these efforts and initiatives going forward? But it, um, I think, again, Salesforce was a great example about how their commitment doesn't wane. And when COVID hit, they looked to how could they continue to demonstrate the value of sustainability that was so, you know, robust and focused on, you know, their offices. How do they take that to the homes where their team members were now you know, spending their days. And they did this by publishing their sustainability home guide, which I think, and then was, you know, transparent about it and shared it out with the world. And I think it's been a great example, again, of how Salesforce is just looking, what can they continue to do more? How can they continue to have even greater impact? Um, and also, you know, as Amanda mentioned with the suppliers piece, recognizing the significant area of impact and opportunity from these stakeholders and, and partners and having them a part of this commitment and bringing their, this group along for the journey is, has really been a great example. And then I'd highlight too, even beyond real estate, the, um, the net zero cloud, it's, it's, you know, looking to Salesforce's expertise and how can this support the industry moving forward and making smart decisions. So sort of endless examples there. Yeah. And, and truly empowering others by giving them this kind of materials and guidance about what's the right thing to do. So in closing, I'm very curious about what's next for each of you, for your organizations, for you as leaders. What gets you really excited about the future of this work and how it will continue to change the industry? I'll go first. The pandemic, it was a little bit of a speed bump at this point, looking back at it and a great learning experience. Before the pandemic, we had delivered on quite a bit of space and had delivered in a big way on all of the sustainability aspects of all of these different projects. We're still continuing to deliver. We're changing some of the timing. We're changing some of the designs of the spaces that we're delivering. But over the next two years, we're still going to be delivering some large projects in Chicago and Dublin and Sydney. And we just delivered Tokyo. So we're going to continue to build on these things, the, the, the building block approach again. And another new dimension for us right now, and you may have read about this in, in some of the, the some of the media. So we're, we're looking at other types of spaces that are going to bring our people together for collaboration and uh, we're, we're calling them the, the ranch, the Salesforce Trailblazer Ranch. And that's going to be, I think, another new dimension that's going to expand from 
our towers to this ranch concept. And so we do have a, a start of that in uh, the Bay Area here in, or near the Bay Area in Scotts Valley. So from a project standpoint and kind of the exciting part of this, we're going to continue to be able to apply all of what we've learned from a sustainability aspect to all of these different projects. And I'll let Amanda talk about some of the exciting stuff around the climate action plan stuff. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so last year, Salesforce, we put out our climate action plan. It's kind of our 10-year roadmap um, and beyond on, on really how we're going to hit our ambitious targets to make sure that we're aligning with a 1.5, you know, C degree future, which is where all organizations have to be, you know, full steam ahead, right? And and so what's really exciting is we then released a series of white papers after that, focusing on the different parts of our business that we know are, you know, contributing to our emissions. Um, And we have our work from anywhere white paper that I highly encourage everyone to check out that really is talking about our strategic approach to how we're going to lower emissions, how we're going to drive sustainability even further and what targets we're we're marching towards, such as our science-based targets and so forth. And so I'm really excited for us to step into this next evolution of our climate action, you know, journey, which is a core coordinated approach to reducing emissions and hitting our target that we've put out there publicly. And so that's going to happen by, you know, as George mentioned, as we're thinking about, you know, these, these next new spaces, how we gather at the Trailblazer Ranch, and how do we bring all these principles together to drive further, you know, sustainability initiatives. So yeah, stay tuned. We'll be releasing updates to our climate action plan as we continue on this journey and and make these reductions and really hopefully sharing with the world and others sharing as well their journey for how we're going to, you know, align on our climate future. Uh, Stoke is is excited to support organizations in in meeting their ambitious climate goals and, and really throughout the whole value chain. So looking at real estate and beyond, and also broadening our work to more diverse communities and stakeholders. Um, we're really excited to, to make more progress with our clients in, in the ESG and carbon space while also integrating health and wellness into all our efforts. I think those are really key areas that we're keeping priority for all our partnerships. And then for me specifically, I'm eager to be part of this work and, and work even more closely with my colleagues at Stoke and across our uh, real estate and workplace solutions and, and engineering capabilities to bring integrated solutions really at a portfolio scale. You know, it's it's can be exciting to work on individual projects, but how can we take those lessons learned um, across a portfolio to really achieve the impact that we need and are looking for? Ultimately, excited to have more programs like Salesforce's be not only the model, but the norm. That's great. I love it. We all want to be invited to the ranch. We want to read the papers and talk about the whole value chain. So in one word, I would ask you all to leave us with, what do you think it took to, to really change the game here? In one word, and, and tell us why you picked that word. George, you want to go first? Sure. I, I'm cheating a bit. My word is values driven. It's two words. Um, <laughs> and I think that's really kind of the foundation and the core. And it's what sets the mindset for everything that we do. Of course, we can't do it. We can't execute and bring it to reality without great partnerships, both internal with our sustainability and procurement team and all of the teams within Salesforce and externally with the Stoke team and, and, and others, our engineering partners and so on. So that's my word, values driven. Thank you, George. Amanda? Yeah, to build off George, you know, partnership. Um, I, I know we talked about it a lot, but it's true. We really trusted one another, which I think is key. Um, we worked together to solve problems that I think a lot of others would have probably shied away from, but there's such an innovative and collaborative spirit 
at Salesforce that it really enabled us to lean in and create opportunity at every juncture. And so, yeah, you know, partnership is the new leadership, as they say. And I, I truly believe it was a huge part of our success. Amazing. Devin? I would say uh, perseverance. And it seems, you know, in setting vision and goals, Salesforce is always challenging the norm. We've shared a few stories about that today. And it really remains committed and dedicated to identifying ways in which they can continue to do more and do better. Great. Well, it is a true honor to be with you. We feel the the chemistry across and the dynamism amongst the group. And so thank you for, for this work. Thank you for contributing to the movement and, and making such an incredible difference. Um, it's really an honor to talk to such incredible forward-thinking, innovation, game changers. Um, so thank you all for, for all your work and bringing this to life. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I just, you know, realize that there's more than one Amanda on the call. And I, uh, so I want to first <laughs> thank Amanda and Cornette for uh, hosting this. And of course, Amanda, our close partner uh, internally here at Salesforce uh, and Devin at Stoke. So uh, the, this is this is always fun to to share our experiences and really want to thank everybody for the opportunity. Yes, thank you to the Cornette team uh, for spotlighting these organizations like Salesforce and helping to move the industry forward. And, and thanks to Salesforce for your continued leadership and our evolving partnership and, you know, the fun work that we can share together. It's been great to share this all today. All right. Well, thank you, Cornette, for hosting this forum. And thank you all for listening. Until next time. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.